Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is it really day 60? That's what I'm saying to myself. It is day 60 of the program. My goodness. Wow, we are humming along. Um, the last few weeks of this program are going to fly by. The messy middle feels like you're you're just in it. You're in the weeds. It's taking forever. You're never going to get there. Having all the feels. Doing all the things. Uh, feeling like nothing is adding up, but it absolutely is adding up, and you're going to really see the impact of that in the last few weeks of the program. We have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. This is where people say, I haven't lost what I wanted to. Should I just like quit now and then start fresh in, in January? And we have a lot of time left between now and the January group. Uh, everyone loves a fresh start, but in reality, it's not a fresh start. It's just your life is just one big ass continuation, and there is no fresh start. So dive right in. I've been seeing more and more of you who are coming back and for whatever reason you are unable to follow the program we are just so happy that you're back so make sure you reach out uh let us know if you got any questions we are absolutely here to help uh what do we want to talk about today we are splitting up the meals and snacks part of the, for the last time for the last time for our feeding the metabolism tweak and then we're going to completely switch things up for the next couple weeks for weeks nine and ten you're gonna have a lot more flexibility in terms of those snacks we're going to decrease the number of times that we're eating we're going to bump up the protein fat feed into those satiety hormones we're going to talk more about that on sunday but for now you have another few days of splitting up those meals and snacks being super in tune to those portions right you're going to take the same portions that you were eating to satisfaction in the last few days asking those four questions right just enough so that you walk away you're feeling satisfied and not stuffed and then you're gonna split them in two and then you're gonna mindfully ask yourself the four questions eat the first portion wait 20 minutes 30 minutes and then you're gonna mindfully ask yourself the four questions eat that second portion if you're not hungry for it still have a few token bites and then otherwise you want to leave yourself feeling slightly uh, feeling like you've eaten enough so that when you walk away you feel satisfied and not stuffed on that second portion now if you need to go back and get a third portion you can totally do that as well ask those four questions and eat just enough so that you walk away feeling satisfied and not stuffed. Um, taking it a step further, you're going to take those same portions and you're going to separate your proteins from your carbs. Um, and then your fats and your leafy greens can go either way. This is going to get you in tune to the fact that proteins and fats feed into your satiety hormones, make you feel more satisfied with your food. So just picking up on the slight difference of that. Um, otherwise, everything is the same. Split up as many meals and snacks as you can. And even if you can't, split up any right? You're still following that basic food plan, hitting all your meals and snacks, making them nutrient rich, asking those four questions, maximizing, and you should still expect that scale to move. Um, I was in the group today and a couple of people um, were talking about how it's confusing, the slightly unsatisfied, um, eating just enough, um, matching hunger lo levels. So matching hunger levels, being mindful not to match hunger levels is just another way because, you know, people learn differently. It's just another way to say, ask those four questions, 
Eat just enough so that when you walk away, you're feeling satisfied and not stuffed. So if you were to match your hunger levels and, and leave yourself feeling satisfied with that, with, with the, your first portion, for example, chances are when you walk away, you're going to feel like you ate too much. So eating just enough so if, to leave yourself feeling um, satisfied and not stuffed 10, 15 minutes later is the, sa is the same thing as not matching your hunger levels. Okay? The only time we ever ate to feel unsatisfied was during downsizing. So during weeks four and weeks five, the whole goal was to leave yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. We've only done that for those two weeks. First few weeks, it's all about just eating to satisfaction. Some of you didn't know what that meant. So it was just like, make sure you don't try to eat less, you know, make sure you eat till you feel satisfied. And then we've really fine tuned and perfect that over the last few weeks, right? So you should really at this point be understanding um, that portions one are about what they feel like and not what they look like. And two, how to, how do we just enough so that you walk away, you're feeling satisfied and not stuff. Cause that's been the focus for the last couple weeks. So hopefully that provides clarity on that. All right, let's get into these questions. Let's get into these questions. Good morning. Just wondering, would it be possible just to repeat the four questions quickly? Okay. So the four questions are, how is this portion for me before I even eat it? Right? Um, and not in your head, in your belly. If I was to eat this whole portion, how would I feel? Second set of questions is, how, how do I feel now that I'm starting to eat? Like, do I, am I feeling any physical effects? Um, what if I was to eat a few bites more? What if I was to eat a few bites less? Like, bring awareness to just eating your food. And then the third question is, how did I know when I was done? Right? Like, what caused me to be finished or to know, like, I've, I've eaten just enough, right? And then, then the fourth question is 10, 15 minutes later. Now that I've, my body started to process and digest my foods, um, you know, how, how, how am I feeling? So we actually have a post on that today in the group. Let's revisit those four questions. So definitely check that out. And then you just want to ask them and 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 ask them. This is starting to sound really weird. And I keep asking them. So that eventually you don't have to ask. It's just super nature. Super, super nature. Okay, I'm going to just, okay, we're done. I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> second. So it's second nature. So you don't, you'll, you'll just look at your food. You'll know it's enough, not enough. You know what I mean? You'll know exactly how you feel when you're satisfied. Um, you know what I mean? So it's the same thing. So we have, we have Thanksgiving coming up. For you guys in the U.S. and uh, and us in Canada, we just we had it a, a a a little bit ago. So you know when you're in or in a buffet line, so you're you're at the you know you're at your your nana's house and you 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 got the buffet going or you go to Mandarin wherever you go, you're at a buffet and you know you're pil piling food on your plate. So that first question, you know that food on your plate, and you know you get to a point where you just know, okay, this is way too much food. Like I, I still have to get the turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes, and I, I already know this is way too much food. Like you just know it's too much food. That's kind of that first question. How's this portion for me? Like you, you already know. If I eat all of this, I'm gonna be on the couch holding my belly. I'm probably gonna eat it anyway. <laughs> because it's Thanksgiving, but you just know, you know, so the rest is about being so in tune with that to my point, it becomes second nature so that when you're done losing your weight and you know, you've, you've worked your way through maintenance that you just know when you're hungry, what to eat, how much to eat, you know, you know, if something is too much for you, you just know when to stop eating. Like I don't think about when to stop eating. I just know when I'm done because I just, I know what it feels like for me personally to feel satisfied. So that's the whole point in asking those four questions over and over and over again and being super in tune to those. So we do have that post uh, this morning. So I hope that helps Nadine. 
Uh, hi, Yolanda. Good morning. I've been off the rails since day 55 due to being away and on a work conference and making poor choices, but I was only up a bit on the scale and I'm not worried back at it today. Yeah, I, so I love this. You, you've done some serious work here. That's the beauty of being here at this point is you put in a lot of time and effort to actually address your body's needs. You've addressed why your body's feeling you need to store fat. It's not all, good, all of a sudden going to be like, oh, I guess I'm going to start storing fat back again. Like your body doesn't hold grudges. It doesn't him. It doesn't haw. It's like, sure you, you know what I mean you address its needs your body's like I'm good and it just lives its life so unless you like go long periods of time without eating consistently for weeks and weeks and weeks and then reinforce remember your body got the message that it needed to store fat probably over years and years and years and years every diet that you did you forced your body to burn fat so you know you lost it and then you gained it all back and then you go long periods of time without eating you're not managing your stress not get enough sleep you're overeating when you do eat all of those things constantly reinforce the fact that your body needs this fat so it just hangs on to it and not only that but you know your body's got a lot of things to deal with so it's hard for the body to find the opportunity to actually focus on fat loss so this process we're really providing it the resources the opportunity to focus on it and more importantly you've spent a lot of time addressing why your body's feeling need to store fat so although the scale will fluctuate your, your body has no reason to store fat so it, you know you're gonna have to work really hard at this point to really mess things up at this point so you'll go away you'll feel off I love that you really feel like you're off I love that you're feeling that you know what I mean? And and it's not that you made poor choices. You just didn't maximize your choices. Like I don't I don't like on plan, off plan. I don't like good foods, bad foods. I don't like clean foods, dirty foods. I don't like any of those terms. It's just about choices that you're making. And in your life, there are some times where it's so much easier to make the choices that fall in line with your goals than it is other times. And when you're, you know, traveling in your way, it's a little bit harder. So do the best you can. The fact that you are clearly, obviously mindful about your choices, that's a massive win. Do you know what I mean? So that's a massive win. And now that you're back, you can better focus on making more choices that fall in line with your goals. So it's really as simple as that. And that's why this is not a, you know, although there's a start date and an end date to the program, and there should be a start date and end date to your weight loss journey, right? You can't keep it open-ended. There's got to be an end to it. That's why it's just one big continuation with life kind of smacking you in the face and getting you in the way. Like, we're pretty busy. We're pretty stressed. we got a lot of things going on, you know? So just to make time for this, just to make time to focus on yourself, just to make time to be mindful of the fact of the choices you're making, do you know what I mean? That's hard enough, so... I love that you're back. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning, friends. I'm super duper proud of myself. I had a really stressful evening and ended up getting pizza for the kids, but ate leftovers because I knew if I caved and ate the pizza, my belly would not be happy afterwards. Yeah. I mean, this is why it's good to have the pizza because sometimes people fantasize about the things that they can't have. Oh, I can't wait to have pizza and this and that and whatever. Just have it because chances are now after feeling so good, you're going to have it. And you're not going to feel so good. And it's not like doing this program like made you more sensitive. You just like you're more in tune. So now you know the things that you were eating before that you think, oh, they're yummy and wonderful and fun. They never made you feel good. Um, I, I love this story. I had a member in the maintenance group and it was just a massive aha moment um, where she said, um, she's probably going to get so tired of me telling this story because we're talking about it a lot. And she said she's lost her weight. She's in the maintenance group. And she said, you know, when am I ever going to be able to eat the foods I love and feel normal again? Um, I had a hoagie, you know, I ate it and I just felt awful afterwards. Like, when is that going to end? When am I going to feel normal again? And I was like, it's not, it's not the fact that you've, that you gained weight or lost weight. That, that hoagie that you're eating never made you feel good. It never, ever, ever made you feel good. Sometimes when you're not, you know, you're not in tune to your body and, you know, if you think about this process before, you probably just felt, ugh, 
all the time. And you, you weren't communicating with yourself. So your body wasn't telling you shit. You're just like running the show by getting you to crave things, right? So, and you weren't bringing awareness even to how you were feeling. So, so, you know, I'm sure if you were to go back in the moment and think about how you felt after you ate those things, like Big Macs, right? Whoever feels good at, whoever eats a Big Mac and says, oh, I feel amazing. Yeah, so I feel amazing. Maybe you say, oh, that was so good, but no one eats a Big Mac and says, oh, I feel amazing. That was so great. I'm really happy I had that. Said no one ever. Um, you know, so, so what you're picking up on is that these kind of foods always made you feel like that. Um, pizza always makes me feel like that. Pasta always makes me feel like that. Do I still eat it? Yeah, you bet your ass I still eat it. But I eat it being fully aware that it makes me feel like that every single time. I don't know. Maybe I could change to gluten-free. I mean, pizza's pizza, pasta's pasta, whether it's gluten-free or not, that really doesn't change anything other than it can make it more digestible for some people. But I don't care that much. For the for the amount of times that I eat pasta or, you know, eat eat pizza, I'm, I'm willing to put up with the bellyache that every single time I eat it, I know it gives me, right? So you're right. And now you don't have to eat the pizza to know that you're gonna you're not going to feel so hot afterwards. And that, that will become quicker and quicker and quicker. That's part of, again, asking those four questions and being in tune is that you'll know like how you're going to, you don't even have to eat the pizza to know how you're going to feel afterwards. It's like Big Mac. Everyone think about eating a Big Mac right now. The, the, the beefy patties, the, you know, the, 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 the greasiness of it. Sure, it's yummy, you know, party in your mouth, whatever. But think about how you're feeling. It's just making you feel greasy and whatever. Think about a fresh bowl of fruit. Ooh, in contrast, right? Like that's like, that's a totally different sensation eating a bowl of fruit than it is eating a Big Mac. You don't have to eat the fruit to know how you, you're going to feel and you don't have to eat the Big Mac to know how you're going to feel. So when you take the time to say, okay, do I really want this? How am I going to feel if I eat it? Get out of your head into your belly. Believe it or not, your body will let you know. And this is what intuitive eating, what this is what intuitive eating try, people try to teach you. But in the reality, look what it takes to get in tune to your body. So, you know, a lot of times they make it seem like, oh, just take five minutes before you eat something and just think about if you want to eat it. Yeah, but if you're disconnected and you're not in tune and you don't even know what that feels like, how are you going to do that, right? Like if we all just took five minutes before we ate anything and, and thought about how it would make us feel, man, no one would have any issues. We eat the things for so many reasons, to celebrate, to show love, to, you know, all those things. So it's, you know, so much more difficult than that, but complicated than that. But really you're, what's happening is this becomes second nature to you. You just know, you think about it. Ah, oh, no, it's, you know what? I, I don't want to. And this is why afterwards you're like, oh, thank goodness I didn't have that. Cause you know what happens? The pizza comes, people eat it in five seconds and then everyone's done. And then, and then if you were to eat it, you would have had the belly ache for hours afterwards. You probably would have went through the mental torture for, you know, probably till the next day, got up on the scale the next day, been like, oh, why did you eat that? La, la, la. Not to say that there, there's something to be learned from that as well. So if you do eat the pizza, you're going to recognize one, it didn't make you feel good. So really go right into that. And then two, be mindful of that dialogue that you have going on. And then, and then you, this is an opportunity. If you do have the thing and you start that negative dialogue, it's an opportunity to switch that around because you're negative dialogue is just out of habit. So this is where you say to yourself, oh, I had the pizza. I enjoy, I love the pizza. I enjoyed the pizza. No, I don't need to worry about it. It's not going to be a real weight gain. I'll feel better tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll drink extra water, leafy greens. It's not a big deal. You get up on the scale the next day, weight is up. Okay, it's just from the pizza. It's just my weight being up. I didn't gain any weight. Let's get right back at today. No harm done. It's still on the road. Still going to get there. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes that's work to talk yourself through that. Man, I've been talking myself through this whole fucking week, I swear. <laughs> I can, I can, I can see it coming. I can feel the light. Each day I'm feeling a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better, but it's really hard. It's just been like my, you know, you get internal dialogue just crushing you down, crushing you down. It's almost a fight to kind of like, you know, push the opposite kind of energy and vibe. But this is an opportunity to do that. And the more often,
often you do that, the more the, the, the positive thinking is going to become more your new habit, right? And then you'll eat the thing. Oh, I'm going to eat the thing. You know, if you have a bellyache, oh my God, I have a bellyache. Oh, that tasted so good. You get up the next day and the next thing you know, you won't even worry about how you feel because you'll know it's just because you ate the thing and it's not a big deal and you just get back to living your life. You put your, you know, you maybe your big girl jeans on and away you go, you know, so it's uh that's huge realization love feeding the metabolism thanks to gina food is no longer the enemy so we me and my food like hanging out together yeah it's so important because it's so important because we use food for so many things in our life and we want to go back to using food for so many things in our life to to celebrate to show love to you know commune with people like do you know what i mean like there's we it's not that you can't do that anymore it's while you're doing this program you really want to be in tune to eating things that give you nutrient value that are going to help you get one step closer to your goal but the whole goal is to lose your weight physically in a way you're not going to get in black mentally where you're calm around foods and you're so in tune to your body that you can enjoy those foods right like that's the whole that's the whole goal you know so yeah it's and this is why you know so many people are vilifying foods you know you can't have you know carbs can't have fat you can't have this can't have that you can't have beans can't have oh my god so many things it's not that you know what i mean um there are a lot of foods that we choose to eat that do cause a lot of havoc in our body it doesn't mean that you can't eat them it just means you need to recognize the impact that they have on you that's all you may have a little bit of a bellyache you might not feel so great for a couple days but you know you know right that's it you know what i mean like that's like we still eat the, we still eat the big macs we still eat the things right so that you got to that so having that relationship where you know it, you you don't feel one there's it's really important that you don't feel like your body hates you and it's out to screw you around so that improved relationship with self is just so key and also to, to improve your relationship with food like at the end i want you to sit in a room full of all your favorite foods and not even bat an eyelash and if you're like oh, i'm gonna that looks yummy i'm gonna have it you have it and you don't even there's nothing there's nothing attached to it. There's no issues. There's no associations. There's nothing. You have it. You enjoy it. You just, you move along from it. Like that's the goal. Or to be like, you know what? I don't want it. I'm good. I'm just, no, I'm fine. I don't need it. You know? So that truly is the end game. That truly is the end game. Hi, Maura. Good morning. Uh, leaving for vacation tomorrow for Mexico. How fun is that? Wanting to stay on plan, but knowing that realistically that is not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it. When I return in one week, do I start at week eight eating the satisfaction or do I start at day 60 feeding the metabolism? Um, so you're leaving tomorrow. So I would pick up where you left off depending on how you make out. Do you know what I would do? I would. I would repeat week eight. That's what I would do. Because when you go back, when you come back from vacation, things can be re, uh, kind of chaotic. I would kind of reestablish the routine with the basic food plan. Get back into asking those four questions, you know, eating to satisfaction, meaning just enough. So you walk away. And then I would split up the feeding the metabolism part. It'll put you a few days behind, but honestly, like it's just about your own journey. Um, so that's what I would do. That's what I do. Just to cut, maybe you don't mean, mean like, you know, like, yeah, I think a good couple days, depending on how you make out on vacation, you might be pleasantly surprised with yourself. So I want you to feel good. So here's my tips for you. Um, because it's not about staying on plan or going off plan. It's about making choices that make you feel good. That, that really essentially is what it's all about. And especially flying. So flying is just so dehydrating because the altitude sucks the water out of you so you want to be mindful about that airport you know i know you might grab that coffee and grab that little scone
phone or muffin or thing and be like, ah, oh, you know, you know, I'm on vacation or whatever. Try to keep it on plan until you get to where you need to go. Um, because if you have bagels or breads or anything like that, plus you the dehydration from flying, then you know you're going to be constipated. You're not going to poop for a couple of days. It's going to mess you up that way. You're going to be dehydrated. You're going to crave carbs and sugar, and then by the end of the trip, you'll just want to come home because you don't feel so good because you're so in tune to your body. It's going to let you know. So this is all about feeling good. So as soon as you get there, hydrate, 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 hydrate. And then from there, make choices that make you feel good. And if it's drinking all the margaritas and eating all the things, then you go right ahead. But at least make that push to get hydrated because that'll make a big difference. You won't get there dehydrated and craving and all of that. And then just make choices that make you feel good and then have the best time. But that's the thing on vacation, right? We're so excited to go. And then we eat all the things, we drink all the things. And then by the end of the week, we did, we just want to go home. Like, you know what I mean? We, we want to go home. I want to go home. I want to sit in my bed, eat my own food. Because we just feel like garbage by the end of our week. You have a much better time if you go there and make choices that make, you know, actually make you feel good. So vacations are always so great for weight loss, the change of routine and stress levels and all of that. It's such a challenge that even when you eat all the things, it's a real challenge to your digestive system. So when you get back and you get back at it, it's that contrast and your body's like, oh, okay, we're back to this again that's the beauty of being so consistent with that basic food plan it's just like your body knows it it's familiar with it so as soon as you think it your body acts like it so as soon as you get back and you're like okay I'm back at it and then you start the basics and it's so into int like it's in your brain you've been doing it. it's habit it's habit it's habit because you've been doing it your body's like oh we're doing this okay thank goodness Woo! Do you know what I mean? And then just reinforce it. It's like, we don't need this fat any get, uh, anymore. Back to focusing on it. That's when you, when you get back, you see the scales up. It'll drop right back down. And then it'll start dropping again. And you're going to see that new low. And then that's why. Have the best time. Have the best time. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um... The one thing I hi Jamie. The one thing I've really noticed is my portions are a lot smaller, and I'm completely satisfied. Yeah, so we're we're decreasing the amount of food that your body is used to getting, um, and really getting in tune with how much it needs to actually feel satisfied. We're still not there yet because we're the, the forcing the body to eat so often is not normal. So this is where next week we actually start to kind of phase you off that you have a lot more flexibility into choosing the kinds of snacks that sort you're more in tune with, and feel more like you know rather than forcing yourself. 
to eat just fruit. Now you can add like protein and fat to your food in the morning, um, or you can switch it up and have something completely different. Um, and this is where we start to phase you off the food plan. And then weeks 11 and 12 are all about more personalizing the plan, still doing all of the work, checking in at all your meals and snacks time, but you have a lot more options in terms of meeting your body where it's at and its needs day to day. And your body's needs change every day to day. Like, you know, forcing yourself to eat this food plan. Yes, it's great. It's nutrient rich, you know, it's super balanced, but it, you know, you're, you're, you'll get to a point where you're forcing your body to eat when it's not hungry is no longer beneficial. So we're going to phase you off of that. And so you, a lot of people get really freaked out when all of a sudden they, they, they're not hungry for hours, you know, or they have days they're not hungry at all, you know, or they get their, their portions are so small and they're satisfied on them. That's normal. So they're kind of an example of this is if you, have you ever been really sick? And uh, this is a fun conversation. I've ever been really sick. <laughs> Given the last couple of years, I'm sure a lot of us have been really sick. Um, you know, where you're, you just, you're not eating, you're super sick. And when you start eating again, you can't eat very much. You know, like you, you, you haven't been eating a lot and then all of a sudden you get back to eating and you're just like, oh, and not because you're not hungry, just because you feel like you get full so fast. That's your body has had time to reset digestion. So that's not like that. That's proper portions. Like what happens is we eat larger portions, we eat larger portions, we eat larger portions, we eat larger portions, we eat larger portions. Our body gets used to adapting to the larger portions. And all of a sudden it, it rewires everything around that set point, that weight, what it feels like it needs. Like that's the thing, right? You keep eating these large portions. It feeds into this. Your body figures out like a, you know, kind of like a happy place. I mean, it's not your happy place because it's 60 pounds above your happy place but it figures out a happy place and it gets used to getting what it's used to getting and it's used to needing what it's used to needing in order to keep you in that place and so we have that's the whole thing we're doing with set point if you have not read it yet go back to our very first science already posted a blow you away. It's super cool. Now in hindsight, knowing what you've done, the changes that you've made to go back and read that would be really cool. So we're decreasing your set point, the weight that your body is used to functioning at and everything that it needs to sustain that, right? So this is why you drop that weight. You need your body to adjust your blood flow, your metabolism, your body temperature, like all of that, right? Um, your saturation level, sodium levels, all of that. And so, and then, so we knock it down and we knock it down and we knock it down. And so it's just about you getting more in tune, more in tune, more in tune with how much your body needs. Cause it is a huge ass myth that if you eat la more food, it's going to last you longer. No. That's not, your body doesn't do that. It doesn't save food for later. So it doesn't work like that. You can't eat more food. You can't have a big breakfast, kids, because we have a really busy day today. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. Your body doesn't have an internal fridge where it's packing the extras and leftovers and saving it for later. It's not how it works. Your body only takes what it needs in the moment, right? Um, so there, now there can be a difference in terms of how, you know, some food can last you longer because of more sustaining energy. Like if you take a, your fruit, right. And this is why we're going to be switching this up next week. And there was a rhyme and a reason why, to why we haven't been adding proteins and fats. We wanted you to replenish those glycogen stores yet. So people are after I say this, people are like, well, why haven't we been doing that all along? Cause there was a rhyme and a reason to that on the basic food plan. Um, but if you take an app, if you take an apple, you're going to get so much energy from it. Right. And then if you take half that apple and you combine it with protein and fat, like nuts, nut butter, something like that, yogurt whatever you get the energy from the apple plus you get more sustaining energy from the protein and fat that feeds into your um your satiety hormones so there is a way to get more bang for your buck with your food but it doesn't necessarily come down to eating more food in general and people are getting a lot of food doesn't mean it's got a lot of nutrient value in it so you're just getting more and more in tune that's why you're noticing your portions are naturally smaller but you are feeling just as satisfied on those smaller portions as you were on those larger portions because you've changed how much your body's gotten used to and you're 
you're actually being in tune to how much your body needs. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? And you, that's not something you can do with counting and weighing and measuring. That's the thing. You count. That's outside of yourself. Measure outside of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Weighing. It's outside of yourself. None of that has anything to do with being in tune to your actual needs. Numbers. I get the whole universe is built on numbers. But when it comes to us being in tune to our bodies, numbers don't do shit for that. They ain't going to do nothing for that. That's when you got to be in tune. You got to be in tune. Someone asked today about a graph. Um, you know, we do have a hunger scale graph, but a graph to show, you know, what it feels like to eat just enough so you walk away feeling satisfied, or a graph to show slightly unsatisfied. You can't graph that out. That's not something you can graph. You can't graph that. That's where you got to ask those questions. Be in tune. It's a little different for everybody, and that's why this is like all of the all the skills that you're acquiring that are going to really make a difference when it comes to maintaining your weight and just waking up, looking good, feeling good, going about your day, and living the rest of your life not stressing about it. You know. Hi, Laura. Good morning. How's everyone feeling today? Day. I ate half my breakfast and can't wait for that timer to go off feeling hungry this morning. Okay. So, you know, your body's already been through this. Your metabolism is increasing because of all the work that you've been doing your body's and what does that mean? It means that your body's working at more optimal levels. It's healthier, it's happier. It's 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 burning more calories. I hate fucking saying that, but <laughs> you do burn more calories with a nice higher metabolism. It means at rest, your body is working harder, just keep you going and keeping you efficient, doing all of the things. And so your metabolism is increasing and this really feeds into that. Some of you are not going to feel hungry because you're just when you're eating is hitting right before your body needs to let you know what's hunger your body's just saying hey based on our energy reserve you might want to think about eating but you're probably already eating before your body even needs to tell you so that's why some of you are not hungry at all it doesn't mean that you're overeating or any of those things it just means that some of you you just the timeline and when you're eating your body doesn't need to tell you when you're hungry and then some of you are extra hungry because you're hitting a timeline where your body's like oh my god I'm working so hard here like you're, you're feeling your body actually work digestion is one of the hardest things that the body does and that's why you're in your feet at every five freaking seconds is working really hard uh, so that's what it's about another few days of that and then we're going to be switching it up Hi, Jackie. It's amazing how often I've been putting the veggies and leafy greens back into the container after I've dished them out. Filling the bowl isn't necessary anymore. Yeah. And you just get in tune to that. Just get it. I am the queen of takeout, half-eaten things. <laughs> you just get to sometimes your eyes like, and a lot of times you'll notice you can get really strong. I'm hungry. Sing, like you can be like, oh, I'm so hungry. But then when you actually go to eat, you it doesn't take you hardly anything to feel satisfied. Like that's something that happens a lot. Especially if I push it a little bit and I'm past the point of like, I really need to eat. Now I'm extra hungry. All of a sudden I go in and eat and I find like, uh, like I'll, this has happened a couple of times at restaurants where I'm so hungry and then I'll order this, that, two appetizers and this and all this stuff. And then after like my first appetizer, I'm like done. And I'm like, oh shit. I was super hungry. Now I'm full. That happens a lot. Hi, Dana. Hello. I'm a second timer and this round is all a mental game. Yes, it is. I've been on the plateau since the end of the spring group and I'm understanding even more about my body every day about my body. I'm wondering how long plateaus are supposed to last while following the plan and tweaks. Okay. So, so depending, I don't know really how much you lost or I don't know any circumstances about you, but if you lost a big chunk in your previous group, it can take your body some time. Um, I definitely wouldn't sit at a plateau and like, you know, be kind of patient about it. I would be maximizing doing all the things. Make sure you're also not doing the same 
same things. This is really important. It's definitely a mental game. Go back and watch that fresh eyes pose because sometimes what happens when people do the first group like that, they do the things that work for them. So they come into the second group. Yes, I love that you're recognizing it's mental game. Sometimes people do things exactly the same way, but you're bringing a whole new body to the table. And this is why it's really important to read all of the posts. I don't know whether you're doing this or not. Um, so I'm just kind of throwing a bunch of things. I, it's really important, even though you read the post and you know it to read them again, based on where your body's at, watch that hunger video again, based on where your body's at. Like it could be a lot of times what happens They talk about portion sizes where people come in from the previous program and then they try to keep their portions small yet their metabolism is so much higher because their body's working so much harder and more efficiently that it needs a little bit more. And so they get stuck on keeping their portions small and really not being in tune and giving their body what it needs because they think they should keep their portions small because that's where they left off the last program when really it's about being in tune to this body. So you, you started the first program, your body functioned on this level, right? You lost the weight. And then when you're done, your body functioned on this level. So when you start your next group, you're not starting from here. You're starting from here and then you're leveling up, right? This is why a lot of physical stuff is done in that first round of the program. This is why if you haven't lost a lot of weight, you know, because you got health issues or things that like, there's no reason why you can't lose the weight. Health issues definitely can factor in, but they're not going to stop you from getting there. So if you've, if your weight's been slow to move, chances are your body's working on a variety of different things to get your body working at a level where it can start focusing on that scale. That's why a lot of people, when they come back, it's just like, it's all about the scale moving completely different experience. We hear this all the time. So now your body's working on this level. You have to be in tune to that and you know, it's going to, you know, work on a variety of other issues. So a lot of times people just do the same thing that they did before drinking the same amount of water, doing the, like, you know, eating the same kinds of foods, keeping their portions small. So I'm not saying that you're doing that. Um, I would take a look at that maximizing post and, and just know that you're doing all of the things. So you're not thinking about the things, not wanting the things, not doing the more things than you're used to doing, like really legit doing all the things. Sometimes your body's just happy and content right? With the changes that you've made. It's like, oh, I'm happy. I'm content. I feel good. Like what we've made. So it's, it's about getting that body's attention. So you really need to be all in. I'm not saying that you're not all in with the changes that you need to make and maximize your efforts, bump everything up a little bit. Like for example, you might've lost your weight. Um, you know, you might've been successful in the first program, losing your weight, walking your dog a couple weeks, a couple times a week. Now your metabolism is higher. Maybe you need to get your heart rate up a couple times. And again, not that anyone needs to exercise, but you definitely need to move your body and it can be a benefit, especially if the scale isn't moving for you to kind of get things going to get your get your body's attention you know so maybe you know start getting that heart rate up in your workouts you know maybe kind of tweaking things a little bit there um it's a very stressful time of year it's a different season for people um outside of that you should expect the scale to move you should show up every day expecting it to move um do all the things to get it to move and if you are doing all the things and what your body probably needs is a bit more time with that said though you should be noticing your body change like crazy you didn't mention that but if you're you know you're here and this is your second time you've been on a plateau since the end of the group, you should be noticing your body transform in front of your eyes. And if you aren't, this could signal that something is off. Like, you know, then I would look for the four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. Because just because you've signed up, you've done a healthy program, and even you lost weight, doesn't mean that you aren't still dealing with some underlying issues. This could be where you need to add in some supplements you never really thought about adding in before. This is, you know, where you can really kind of level things up with that secondary supplements. Do you know what I mean? This is where stress levels can be a different, like what your body in the spring and the things that you're encountering, and it's kind of renewed life and summer is coming and uh, we're out of the winter and all that, you know, it's a totally different vibe and things are getting dark and, you know, the holidays are coming and, uh, you know, you just got back at things and the new year's coming. We call it, it's a different kind of vibe and energy for sure. It could be your vitamin D levels are dropping. You need to bump those back up. It says as your body works more efficiently, it becomes about supporting body and its needs. So it's not taking away, taking away, taking away. So it's to figure out what your body needs. So 
I could be those things. So I would look into that. Um, but so, uh, some plateaus, um, uh, some plateaus can last days. Some can last weeks. Some can legit last months. Um, from the spring, if you haven't lost any from the spring until now, I, 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 depending on what happened in the summer, um, I would, I would definitely be making sure, like I would be posting your 20 questions. I would be like reaching out. I would definitely be getting some blood work done and checking in with my doctor. If your body's changing though, then you, you know, you're probably good and your body's just taking time to solidify the weight that you've lost. Cause I don't know how much you've lost. Don't know about that. If you've lost a good chunk, it could make sense that your body's taking a lot of time to solidify your weight. And we, I mean, some people lose five pounds. We've had people lose as much as 80 something pounds in the program. So it just depends on where you land and, and the changes that your body's made along the way. Um, Christmas parties are coming. Hi, Annabelle. I just feel good about myself. I bought a small, uh, small size clothes. I just don't like to wear my old clothes. My body has changed. It's too big for me now. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yes, pull out those old clothes because chances are they're going to fit. You know, it's great. What's better than feeling your best going into the holidays? What is better than going into the new year not having to lose weight because you reached your goal? Or if you still have weight to lose, know that you're already well on your way. Right? Come on. Come on. Do you know what I mean? Like this could be the last new year some of you ever need to lose weight ever again. Some of you will not need to lose weight this new year for the first time in a really long time. Not even going to be on your radar. How fucking amazing is that? I love that. Uh, interesting point. Someone made me dinner last night, which included a hot dog, and I felt terrible afterwards. Great awareness that I don't want that again. Yeah. Right. And if you didn't have the hot dog, you wouldn't have that awareness. Right. And now, you know, yeah, no, thanks. I like, I went to um, Ikea on the weekend. Um, you know, my daughter needs forks and candles in a bed. <laughs> and we drove down to the city. Of course, we were starving. And um, first of all, we thought like they, Ikea has that whole like upstairs, like cafeteria. But we hadn't been to Ikea in a while. And we thought with the pandemic, maybe they just had the small little section at the end where literally all they offered was hot dogs and meatball sandwiches. And of course, then we walk up the stairs. And they have all this other food. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, and Tony had meatball sandwich and a hot dog. And of course my kids, like my daughter and her friend had, you know, hot dogs, whatever. And I was just like, I could have eaten a hot dog. And I just knew like I, mm. so I ate the hot dog part with mustard and I, you know, I ate it and just ate the thing. And you know, the kids laughed at me. I didn't give a fuck. I, I didn't want to walk around with a belly ache afterwards. You know what I mean? And then after we went to the, a great restaurant and I had some French onion soup and, and split half a burger with Tony and it was really delicious. Um, and I'm, I love that because had I eaten a hot dog with a whole bun in the morning I just would have felt like blah and I didn't but yeah so so you know you kind of get you get to know you get to know you know what I mean and that's that you can laugh at me all you want I'm not eating the bun I'm gonna walk away feeling like blah you know it just makes me feel and I'm not it's not a, I'm not worried about gaining weight from a hot dog bun I'm not worried about the calories in a hot dog bun I'm not worried about the carbs in the fucking hot dog bun the hot dog bun just doesn't make me feel good when I eat it so I'm not gonna eat it and no and no one can make me eat it hi Heather yes to how your body reacts differently to the foods you used to eat we went out for our anniversary last week, yes, and had 40, a quarter of the cheesecake and the sugar made my head spin, yeah. I get like sugar hangovers that you'll get to notice that you're really in tune when, when you have a lot of sugar, especially the next day, you'll notice it. Plus your taste buds are enhanced. That's one thing we don't talk a lot about. Your taste buds are actually more enhanced there. You can taste the flavors, but you'll also pay attention, which is really cool. Not that I'm suggesting anyone run out and buy chocolate bars, but your taste buds will shut down when you're satisfied and you've had enough. 
Yeah. This is why, you know, when you're hungry, that first bite tastes good and then you eat it and then you're like, you know what I mean? You're going back in for that last bite. It doesn't taste as good as it did the first time around. That's because your taste buds shut down. Your taste buds are there also part of being in tune to your body to let you know when you had enough. Chocolate. You you, you busted a chocolate bar. You eat that first piece. And you're like, mm, yummy, delicious. Eat the second piece. Okay, this is good. Third piece. Uh, yeah, okay, good. And then all of a sudden, you just, you're not tasting it anymore. How many times has this happened to you where... You're eating it and you're just, you're not tasting it, right? You're, you're not tasting it. And then you're trying to finish it, trying to get that taste back and never comes because your taste buds are shutting down for you. So that is a thing. That is a thing. That is a thing. Non-scale victory. Just put on a turtleneck that used to feel really tight around my neck last year. Not this morning. Yay for us. Thank you, Libby, you loser friends. I love that, Claire. Yes, turtlenecks are the work. I hate when they're too tight like that and they make me crazy. And this is your uh, body changing in layers, even your neck <laughs> and your fingers and your toes and your head. <laughs> your head. Uh, Dave was talking about his helmet um, yesterday and your head. Everything changes. Everything changes. I'm trying to scroll down. Trying to scroll down. Non-scale victory. My best friend was going through her winter clothes and did a pile for donations. Some still had tags on them. She is smaller than me, but I tried on a few clothes and they fit. Size 10. What? So happy I could take some of her clothes and not have to buy new ones for the season. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing for sure. Um, I will donate them after I'm done and down to another size. I love this feeling confident about the end game. Yeah, pull out those clothes. I'm telling you, 10 pounds lost on this program is going to be like 20 pounds on another. I know full well some of you are waiting till you hit a certain number before you try on those clothes. I guarantee you by the time you hit that number, they're going to be too big. They're going to be too big. It happens all the time. Pull out those clothes. Pull out those. So you will be so surprised. What, what healthy weight loss looks like is radically different than starve yourself, deprive yourself, force your body to lose weight kind of weight loss. It's just different. Um, it's just different. It, it's your, it gives your body time to regenerate, rejuvenate. You are giving your body nutrient-rich foods to repair and rebuild and make change. That's why I'm saying if your weight isn't dropping, you should notice your body changing. If legit nothing has happened, this is like this is a sign you got an underlying issue inflammation you got something that something is going on that you need to address doesn't mean you're not going to get there but you definitely have something to address because all of the changes that you're making there's there's a massive difference in eating healthy and eating a healthy way that's conducive to helping your body not only lose weight but also change you'll notice your body's going to change a lot crazy hi angie i love food but i found this past year as i show up in this program that i'm making the right choices at least 70 percent of the time i think that's a win for me as one day I'll get that 100%. Or maybe not. You know, it's not about being, when I say do all the things, I don't mean do them perfectly. Do you know what I mean? Like, do the, 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 when I say all the things, it's because there's so many things that you can do, which is really exciting. But, you know, when it comes to creating habits and making real change, it's not how long, you you, you, you know, you, the time you put in. It's how consistently you put in. And I think 70% of the time, that's pretty good. That means that you're like, you're, you're, you're inching. This is not one step forward, two step back. So you're actually making progress. You're getting there. You're getting, I've worked with people who are hardcore and they're so perfect and everything. And yes, okay, they get there. But then they still have to deal with all, then at some point, they're going to start making choices that don't make them feel good. They're going to do this. They have to experience, everyone has to experience all the same shit to get to where we're all going, which is that finally and forever. Do you know what I mean? So whether you do it perfectly and deal with that afterwards or you deal with it along the way, there's so much to be learned by not being perfect. So much to be learned for that. I think there's more to be learned. And I've had such mad respect. I, I've worked with a variety of different clients. Some of them are like so hardcore.
hardcore and A-type personalities. And some people are like, you know, Gina, not that they're not hardcore and A-type personalities to get shit done in other areas of their lives, but they're like, I, I appreciate your gung-ho, let's get her done attitude, but I want to have pizza on Friday night with my family. I want to go to restaurants and order the pasta. Like, I'm just so happy that I'm feeling better. My body is changing. I am losing weight. I, I'm not in a hurry to get this done. I want to enjoy my life along the way, you know? So, you know, it, there's a little bit, we're all here looking towards do looking to do the same thing, reach that finally and forever. But it's all about you and your own personal journey and making choices that make you feel good. And sometimes that's doing all the things and being doing them perfectly. And sometimes it's about having the margarita and doing the, you're all on the road. Some people just want to drive straight there and get there. They're not even going to sleep. They're just going to like drive and just be awake the whole time. And they just want to get there. But guess what? When they get there, they might be tired and they might have to this, they might have to that. Do you know what I mean? And deal with some stuff. And then other people are going to get on the road and you know, they're going to get flat tires and they're, they're going to hit every traffic light. They're going to be in traffic jams through no fault of their own. They're just going to, but they're still going to get there. And then other people are going to get, get, get on the road and they're going to go and then they're going to go visit their friends and then they're going to visit their aunt Sally. And then they're going to stop at the Grand Canyon and go sightseeing or wherever the fuck I know it's not on the way to Disneyland. I don't think. <laughs> But you know what I mean? They're going to make a conscious choice to, to stop and smell the flowers, enjoy the things, whatever. Stop at the restaurants, eat the food. And they're going to get back on the road and they're going to keep going. Everybody is going to get there. That's that's the thing. Anyway, I got to go. I got to go. Um, I love my time. I say that all the time. <laughs> I know I say it every fucking day. <laughs> Every day, I'm like, that was the best life. Oh my god, um, it's only good because of your questions, and it's only good because of your engagement. It's only good because of our amazing community. Let's just face it. Please never stop asking the questions and engaging. I know I don't get to half of them if I don't. Again, remember, copy paste your question, pop it over in the question of the day. The team is over there uh, to answer it. It's such a great place to be because if you're here, you're going to be here at the end. Honestly, keep showing up, especially in the last few weeks of the program. Right, we're about to start week nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. We go right to the very end. We don't shut our down. We don't slow down. We like fly out of this group. We don't, we don't wind it down. We like wind it up and, and, and finish just as strong. We finish stronger than when we started. So stick around. We have a lot of time left. Um, have an amazing day, everyone. And I'll see you later. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.